Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, my name is Danny, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. Uh, this week, unfortunately, Heather was not able to be with us, but we have a special guest for our fan focus of the week. Um, I have with me today uh, Bobby White, who consequently is my father. Um, he is a BB-8 builder, um, and so we're going to talk about his Star Wars fandom and his BB-8 build and just really all things Star Wars. Um, first off, I want to say Happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. Um, I, would, I would imagine that most of you are better than Vader, not cutting off your um, son's arms or anything like that, or hands. Everybody's intact. My hands are intact, so that's good. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Bobby White, everyone. Hello. So, I wanted to have you on here because um, you've been working on something pretty incredible for the last year, actually. Um, not quite a year. Almost, I think. It's been a year. Since we've started the uh, BB-8 and all that, because um, he made a special appearance uh, in mine and my wife's wedding, a, a version of BB-8 rather. <laughs> um, so, why don't you tell me what about BB-8 inspired you to want to build? Well, a little background is that I, I always always liked R2D2, and I've always liked droids. Um, my job, I work with robots, not robots like these, but uh, robots that. Uh, uh, have drills and things like that on there. Um, they're very interesting and, and very fun to program. And so then we went as a family to go see uh, Episode 7, The Force Awakens. And they had a neat little robot on there, BB-8. It was rolling around. And uh, my son and I said, hey, that'd be cool if we could do that for the wedding and have a little ring bear. And uh, we thought, yeah, there's no way we're going to get this done, but let's try it. <laughs> So we uh, we got busy. We built him up, and he was a little about maybe three quarter size of uh, the real BB-8, and um, had a little problem. Couldn't get him to roll like he's supposed to. So we put a tux on him so he didn't have to roll. And we just scooted him down the aisle, and and so he was a ring bearer for Danny's wedding, Danny, Danny and Kristen's wedding. And uh, then that uh, spilled over into how can I get one to actually work correctly? So I started doing research, found the BB-8 Builders Club. And uh, began building my own uh, full-size replica of BB-8. And uh, he will roll. Um, he will also do a thumbs up, and uh, uh, the, also a candy, uh, a candy dispenser too. Which is very original. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's not not going to be another BB-8 with a candy dispenser. <laughs> really cool. Um, it was it was cool seeing you uh, actually use the dispenser, the candy dispenser in real life for the first time it was funny because adults were more okay with it than kids <laughs> which was completely reversed to what the purpose of it was to begin with kid was looking at it like uh, i don't know if i should take a candy from a robot but <laughs> and the parents were like oh it's okay jimmy go ahead <laughs> but once the first child did none of them wanted to uh leave they wanted to keep coming back for more <laughs> but it was really cool it's been really cool seeing bb8's or the reaction to BB-8. Uh, even the first time that uh, we got to take him out, um, it was to Huntsville Comic Con. 
um, I believe, was the first time we really got to take him out and kind of field test him <laughs> uh, of sorts and everything. And it, it was some cool reactions. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, we first took him to Huntsville Space Center on the way up and uh, didn't get him out of the car good, and people were already asking for pictures. We got him set up with the space shuttle as a background and got some really nice pictures, a lot of nice interaction with uh, children who came up and some parents as well. We even had one employee come running out. We thought they were going to run us off. <laughs> and yep. uh, uh, she just wanted to come out and get a picture of BB-8. And uh, then we went on over to the uh, Comic-Con, and uh, we had a good time there. A lot of great reaction from from, from the uh, people going there. Got some pictures with Leia and with Han, and uh, we had a great time that day. Oh, yeah. It was definitely fun. It was really cool. Um, I, what I personally liked about um, seeing him kind of rolling around, and, well, he wasn't entirely rolling. He was on his uh, specialized stand that you'd created for him. Um, it was pretty one-of-a-kind. Uh, a lot of people enjoyed um, but it made it to where he could be more animated. Um, because as far as BB-8 having all of his contraptions inside and rolling at the same time, that hasn't quite been cracked yet. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> so the challenge is out there. It's going to happen. Um, so yeah, so it, you had him on a special stand and everything. Um, and it was just like everywhere he went, like everybody was just enthralled with him. He was just the most adorable thing to everyone. Um, even the puppeteering on him as far as like his movement, everything was really cool. Um, it was really neat. And you've taken him to a few other places after that, right? Yeah, the biggest one we went to was Star Wars Celebration, which you took some pictures. I think you put those on Castle Run. And uh, we had a great time with him there. Run down so many batteries, it was fun. <laughs> Um, got him out on the floor, rode him go around. Anywhere. Like they didn't like we could go ten minutes. A ten minute walk would take us an hour. Oh, <laughs> with yeah. BB eight. Yeah, we were getting stopped constantly. Hey, can I take a picture? Yeah, that's what we're here for. <laughs> but yeah, and so you had Star Wars celebration, and then um, even more recently, I believe um, he's gotten a chance to actually inspire some kids. Yeah, we went to a couple of elementary schools, and uh, the kids there just loved. Especially the first one we went to with uh, Nathan, it was uh, our our nephew, or my nephew's class, and uh, we went there. They loved him. They wanted to know how he worked, so we opened him up, let him see how the robotics worked inside BB-8, and uh, uh, they they enjoyed it. They really really had a great time with him. And then we went to another school. Um, they loved him as well. Uh, there was also another child there who they just want to see how he works. You know, it's great to see him operating, but they want to see how that robot works. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> a little behind the curtain magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think that's really cool because I mean, especially with a lot of what schools are pushing for as far as the STEM education, things like that with science and mathematics, robotics, and all that. Um, getting to see your favorite character, like a lot of people's favorite characters from Episode 7, brought to life right before you in your own classroom, especially with Nathan. I know he loved it. <laughs> I know he was actually lo absolutely loving it, and that was his Uncle Bobby. Um, but just seeing that inspiration for those kids, showing them that it can be done, um, that it's not this wow magic or anything like that this is something that you can learn and this is some kind of this is robotics it's something that is the future really yeah it is uh and that's what i show the children is that uh it doesn't take much to get started you just have an idea uh, a few dollars which honestly the uh the robotics is it starts off with a controller that costs about six dollars called arduino and you can buy one of those cheap. You can get a cheap. You can look online and find plenty of uh, 
programs that other people have already made and you can find some tutorials and you can build anything you start off with turning an LED on and off and you can go all the way up to operating your own robot so was the BB-8 Builders Club a pretty great asset for you you would say joining the club yeah yeah the, the club is great the people there are very helpful um, uh, the uh, the the creators of the site Michael and Tiny they uh They've been very helpful releasing the files and helping everybody out to to start building prototype or um, replicas for BB-8. I do want to ask too, as far as uh, just anybody getting started on their own BB-8 or even wanting to eventually, um, what kind of technical experience did you draw on uh, while constructing BB-8? Well, I already have some previous robotics and what's called PLC, which is Programmable Logic Controller. And basically, you have a program that turns things on and off, just like what we have with Arduino. And uh, you don't really have to have a lot of experience, though. You just have to have a desire to want to put something together and then search the Internet, and you'll find the answers on how to get started slow and build your way from there. And did you learn anything new during your build? I learned a ton. <laughs> I learned a what ton. What are some things you learned? Well, I didn't know anything about Arduino, so I had to learn that. I didn't know anything about... Uh, uh, making robotics move, ro- robots move like this one does. Uh, I had to uh, buy my own printer, which I, you know, people think that printers, oh, that's just crazy expensive. Well, you can get one for under five hundred dollars, and uh, it's a very large printer. And I learned how to set it up, learned how to build that, and began printing my own things. And so, if you look at my picture of BB-8, he is 3D printed plastic from the ground up. He does have uh, aluminum inside for his uh, uh, for his frame and for his motor, what, what supports the motors and all, but on the inside. But on the outside, it's 100% 3D plastic. Awesome. And so now that you have your first build out of the way, uh, what are some of your plans for the future? Well, is, is BB-8 finished? BB-8 is not finished. I'm still working to make him lighter so that... Uh, I'll be able to get him to move around better and make him more stable so that uh, whenever I take him places, he'll be able to actually roll like you see on the movies. Um, I'm probably still another few months away for that. And uh, I don't know. I like Johnny Five, if anybody knows who that there is. There you go. <laughs> so is there a C-3PO or K-2SO in your future? I don't see that unless Danny <laughs> wants to come over and help me build one. I mean, I'm always <laughs> down. <laughs> And so is there any advice that you would give to any future builders? Anybody who's interested in like R2 or BB-8 or just anything, cosplay, anything? Uh, find out what your passion is and go after it. Uh, if you sit back and, and hope it comes to you, it never will. Uh, also, when you begin building it, don't expect it to be perfect. Get through that and continue pushing forward. Don't quit because it doesn't look perfect. Keep going. Uh, there was many times that BB-8 did not look like I wanted him to. But uh, once we were finished and we did the weathering, which puts a little bit of character to him, uh, I think he turned out great. So uh, I'm glad I pushed forward and didn't just stop and throw it away and start over. So don't give up. Awesome. All right. So obviously we have a complete BB-8 now. Um, You've not finished him, but you're still working on him. But he is operable. He is lifelike. And it it is awesome to see um, Puppet and everything. So while you were building him, uh, what were some of the setbacks uh, that you had um, in operating him or even in construction? Okay, so how long is this show? <laughs> there were a lot of them. So if you, uh, if you start to build your own robot or your own project, 
uh, and you start to kind of, you know, fall apart a little bit, stay with it, because uh, we had our own problems too. We had, uh, we wanted the head to stay on just a certain way, and, and so that it wouldn't fall off. Well, this poor guy's head's hit the ground probably about 15 times now. We were even at one event where that uh, uh, we were just kind of playing around with him. Child was okay, been there for about five minutes, and all of a sudden he walks over and just grabs the head and throws it in the floor. Thankfully, Danny was there to get a. I mean, it was like a, a catcher, I mean, like a, a baseball player sliding to catch the ball. But I wanted to yeah, throw up. Yeah. <laughs> that was sickening to watch. Yeah, he he caught it. He caught the head and and uh, saved the day. Um, we also had a, an incident where that uh, I got all the got it all ready to go, got it turned on, and uh, all of a sudden I hear poof inside of it, and I'm thinking, what could that be? And I turn and look, and there's smoke coming out of every crevice of BB-8. Completely so, reminiscent of all A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bad motivator. <laughs> yes. His, his, his uh, motiv- motivator did go bad that day. We actually ended up blowing up a battery, and it's melted into, permanently melted into the bottom of BB-8. It's still there now. And... Um, but we were able to uh, to keep things going that day, and uh, a lot of kids really enjoyed BB-8 and smiles. They had no idea what we'd gone through with a battery blowing up and a child pulling his head off, but uh, uh, had a great time, great time. That's awesome. Um, I would imagine there was a lot of learning period as far as like while you're actually building him and things like that. Um, strip gears, <laughs> things like that. Did you ever have oh no moments like this is not going to work out? Um, every day. <laughs> yep. We got pushed to try to get him ready for an event, and uh, it was going to be a Star Wars celebration. And I thought, well, you know, I'm going to try. I'm going to try a couple of things, and uh, ended up tearing up some gears. And you know, in our first version, I was actually up all night long because I burned up a board on my first version of BB-8 and this was the night before your wedding mm. and so I was up all night long all night long trying to figure out how can I get this to work to go down the aisle and uh, I'm not going to tell you how I did it but, <laughs> but it was it was something else and so we, we we made it work we pushed through and made it work oh it definitely was worth it because um, I mean it was it, it, it made a lot of the wedding I mean with my groomsmen and everything uh, we were Star Wars themed so, I mean, we weren't, like, in Boba Fett armor or anything, but uh, we walked, uh, we, we went down the aisle uh, to the main theme of Star Wars. So, I mean, what better thing to have come after that than our ring bearer, BB-8? I mean, that's the coolest thing. Hey, we also had our robot girls, BB-8 and R2-D2. Right. <laughs> um, they were my nieces, and they, they were... Uh... Uh, they were they were dressed up as them. Then my brother, who uh, officiated the wedding, he had his uh, Star Wars tie on, so that was really nice. Whole lot of Star Wars stuff. My wife was very generous with the uh, <laughs> with the whole wedding uh, part of it. So thank you, honey. I appreciate that. <laughs> we just needed stormtroopers there. Oh yeah, five hundred first. Where were you at? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so uh, you had mentioned uh, or. So we had gone to Star Wars Celebration, um, and that's where you got to meet a lot of the uh, builders for the first time, uh, a lot of them that you'd been con- conversing online with and uh, actually helping uh, with some advice on your build and things like that. Uh, what was it like at Star Wars Celebration bringing uh, BB-8? Uh, it was overwhelming. Uh, seeing that I had never seen an R2-D2, and that was, my, that was a robot that I loved as a kid, 
And then I get there and I see an R2D2, and I'm like, oh wow, it's like child again. And I'm uh, I'm over fifty, so you know I'm. It was uh, it was it was very uh, shocking to see an R2D2. And uh, then I see another one and another one, and there was about thirty or forty of them in that room. But the one that made the biggest impression to me was R2KT, and that one was built for a R2D2 Builders Club member who had his daughter had gotten cancer, and so they wanted to make this robot for her so that she could uh, he, he could stay there by her bed and watch after her like R2D2 did with uh, Padme. And uh, I didn't know so that. that was that was a very touching story. Um, uh, I, I I would advise for you to look up R two KT and read her story. That's awesome. You can get them tearing up a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. I didn't know that. Um, I knew that it was built for her. Um, I didn't know the reason for that. But yeah, now everybody was really cool at celebration. Like the whole week, I felt like I was with my people. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it was it was a, a home away from home in a galaxy far, far away. Um, it it was really cool. Um, overall, if you were to choose one moment from Star Wars Celebration, what was your favorite? Being there with you. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was an amazing time. Uh, I got to spend it with my son, and uh, we had a lot of great moments. Um, I really don't know that I could single out one of them. Yeah, you know, we enjoyed watching the trailer together. Uh, see that, uh, you know, we didn't get to actually be in the room with with everybody, but to see the show together with with uh, uh, Han Solo comes out, Luke Skywalker comes out, and uh, you know all the characters. That was just a great time. Oh yeah, it was still cool. I mean, I, I didn't feel like we didn't miss anything, even though like we didn't make it to ninety percent of the panels that we were like the night before. Oh, we're totally gonna hit every single one of these within a thirty minute time frame. <laughs> it was like planning for Disney and not ever being to Disney before, um, uh, which is it was cool, but like it, it wasn't. There was nothing disappointing at all about it. Um, even though we missed some of the panels, we didn't feel like we really missed anything, or I didn't didn't feel like I really missed anything um, because the whole thing was an experience. Like it was almost like the panels and all these other events were all extra, but I had the most fun just being there, like being able to walk the floor with BB-8 and you and just kind of being able to hang out with just fellow Star Wars fans. Uh, that's the coolest thing. I honestly feel like Star Wars is the coolest fandom. Um, that everybody's just so welcoming, and that's the feeling I got the whole time I was there. Yeah, I did too. The uh, R2 Builders Club, BB-8 Builders Club, those people were just great. Um, I saw several times where someone would have a problem with their droid, they'd jump right in and help them out. It's like an army they would help them out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, it, but I saw that kind of uh, an attitude through a lot of people, and so it was a lot of great people there. It's kind of like, uh, I guess, nerds and geeks unite. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was awesome. I can't wait for uh, for it to happen again. Twenty nineteen. Um, do you do you think you know where it might be? You got a theory on where you think the next one may be? I think it'll be Anaheim. I'd like for it to go back to Orlando so I can go, but I think it'll be Anaheim. Oh, we're still going to go to Anaheim. <laughs> I'm still fully planning. I've never been to California. You have. I haven't, and so that's I, I, something I have to cross off my list. Uh, so if it's at Anaheim, we got we got to make plans to go. We got to be there. Because it's obviously going to be something huge. Because I think that's around when Star Wars Land is supposed to debut um, at the Disneyland Park. Yeah, they have uh, the one at Disneyland and Disney World are supposed to be opening up at the same time. But that's why I expect it's going to be there because that's a big opening for for Disneyland. 
uh, along with the movie, and uh, most likely they'll talk about uh, the upcoming movies as well, like they did in this one, mm-hmm. and uh, look forward to it. Maybe we can make it. Oh, yeah. I'm down. Um, so, and speaking of Disney, um, you actually have an app uh, that you guys work with. Yeah, my, myself and my brother, uh, Kenny White, who goes by Kenny the Pirate, uh, we have an app called characterlocator.com. Uh, it's not necessarily an app. You can't get it in the app store. But if you go to characterlocator.com, you can check it out. And that's uh, a site that can help you to plan your Disney trip. Uh, we cover uh, characters, which a lot of people love to meet the characters. And, and we have ways that you can interact with them. A lot of tips on there. We also have uh, ride information, uh, ride videos, uh, along with dining and uh, just a lot of great uh, tools there to help you out with touring the parks. Cool, it's a really great uh, it's a really great tool um, because it's got my favorite thing. Like what you said, the character tips. Like that's been my favorite thing because when you guys first started it, I didn't even know it was there. And then once I saw that, like little things like um, you you can press the reset button on Buzz. And he goes into Spanish mode and stuff like that. Like the little things that just make those character interactions, which are the coolest, even cooler. Uh, and that's that's awesome. Um, that's definitely really cool. And they, I believe that, do you guys already have stuff up for Pandora? Yes, we already have the information you need to for Pandora. Um, we went uh, opening weekend and had a great time. The ride is uh, amazing. It's kind of like sitting on a motorcycle for the for flight of passage. Oh. It's like sitting on a motorcycle, but whenever it takes off, you can feel the the banshee breathing, and oh, cool. you have air blowing in your face, and it's a three D three D ride that's just amazing. I haven't seen anything like this before. That's cool. So yes, yeah, so that's crossing streams a little bit, but it's still Disney guys. It's still together. <laughs> so yeah, so guys, check out characterlocator.com, um, and you can find Kenny the Pirate um, at Kenny the Pirate on Instagram. I believe he's the real Kenny the Pirate on Twitter. Um, but all in all, you can find everything you need to know at KennyThePirate.com and CharacterLocator.com. Um, so that's it for our Kessel Run Weekly episode. Um, you can find us at KesselRunWeekly.com uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Kessel Run Weekly. Um, and leave your comments, theories, uh, Star Wars conspiracies, whatever you want to leave. We want to talk with you guys um, and have a cool conversation with you because uh, we love talking about Star Wars. I'm always on those sites. Um, I know you are, so let's talk about it. Um, again, that's at Kessel Run Weekly on all your social media and KesselRunWeekly.com. Uh, again, my name is Danny, and uh, I have my special guest, Bobby White, from the BB-8 Builders Club joining me. So thank you again for joining me. I really appreciate you being on. I had a great time. It was an honor to be on your show. I appreciate that. Um, and until next time, guys, may the force be with you.